Warning, the Good Times podcast features foul language and insensitive comments performed by professionals. Accordingly, Good Times podcast must insist that no one should play this show out loud during work, at school, or with your grandma. Enjoy the show. On this week's episode of the Good Times podcast, we talk about time travel and all the glories and wonders that come with it. We also talk about stones and dreams and possibly suge knight not only that but the election is coming up and we're here to tell you that almanac jack is running for president hear his thoughts before the election all of this and much more emanating live from a presidential gtp hole this is the good times podcast Welcome on in, everyone. I am the assassin of the slaved mind, the executioner, and if you don't know, now you know. And fresh out the box, stop, look and watch. Ready yet? Get set. It's Almanac Jack, 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 Jack. Hey, everybody. You are listening to another episode of Good Times. That's right. This is the Good Times podcast where there's good laughs, good fun, and it's always a good time. You're damn right. Executioner, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty fucking good. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. Um... Some crazy stuff's been going on. Crazy stuff. There's a lot of going on. You know what I'm saying? Wait. Yeah. You know what? Um, I've been dreaming a lot. Really? Yeah. And I've always been a big dreamer. Okay. I have big dreams. I have big Bright dreams. Bright lights. The big city. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but for real, like, I've always like dreamed um, a lot uh, as, a, uh, as a kid growing into, you know, like... Uh, manhood gotcha gotcha um, just always man. dreaming about funny shit random shit or whatever uh-huh and so here comes a funny random scary shit okay um F- wait 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 <laughs> funny random scary shit okay funny random scary that's shit. how you know it's a dream yeah oh yeah you know what i mean like yeah. oh man because uh so what happened was um in the dream i'm uh just walking somewhere and my phone rings so i oh, answer shit. it and i look at who it is none other than bill cosby <laughs> None other than Suge Knight. <laughs> the Suge Knight. Yeah. The Suge Knight is hitting up your phone. Yeah. Oh, and wow. so apparently I know Suge Knight and Suge Knight knows me and he's calling me. Okay. And I'm just like, oh, okay. So I answer and I'm like, hey, what's up, Suge? He's like, hey, what's up, Sal? I'm like, what's up, man? Uh, what you need? What's going on? And he's all like, hey, man, I want you to come over tomorrow. Oh, my God. And I'm like. In my head, I'm already like, uh oh. <laughs> so I'm all like, okay, for what? And he just goes, it's my birthday tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool, man. Hey, uh, that's dope. You gonna have a party for your birthday? No, but I just want you to come over. What the? Fuck? And I'm like, okay, all right, Shug, I'll see you there. He's like, all right, 
Bye. And then he just hangs up. What the And as soon as I hung up, I instantly knew I was going to (laughs) die. Without a doubt. Yeah, I knew Suge Knight was going to fucking kill me right there. For sure. Yeah. Run you over with his red car. And as soon as the call was over, and I had that thought in my head, I woke up. Oh. So I woke up before Suge Knight could kill me. Yeah. And the first thing... Usually when you wake up, you uh, lay there for a little bit, kind of like just, you know, stare at the uh, ceiling or whatever, stretch, you know, get a good stretch in and just, you know, try to get your eyes working, right? Right, right. I immediately grabbed my phone and I Googled (laughs) when Suge Knight's birthday was. Wait. Because I was like, oh, no, if his birthday happens to land in October, this is scary. Thank God his birthday is in April. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's an Aries. <laughs> that's he's, even scary. He's an asshole. That's what he is. He's a, that's a big dick. Yeah. Head. So I was like, oh my God. Thank God his fucking birthday is not in <laughs> that's October. That's so fucking random. Right? What, like, have, did you, were you like thinking about him? Like, not in all. your bed? When like, was the last time anybody thought of Suge Knight? I mean, I guess whenever they think of Pac, but. <laughs> not necessarily. I you mean. Know? I don't know, but either way, I, I understand what you're saying, but what the fuck, dude? Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, at least his birthday wasn't in October. Yeah, like, Could you thankfully. imagine if it was, like, the very next day? Yeah, and, and you know what's like, crazy, too, oh, is... Uh, gotta die. Yeah, well, it's over. <laughs> yeah, it was a good run. <laughs> my uh, my wife's been getting into, um like, stones and crystals and stuff like Black that. Black magic, you know? right. Not <laughs> and so... uh her and her friend have been getting into like you know like the the power of the stones and the crystals and you know gotcha. the, the positive and negative energies that come out of them. Does she go? I'm inevitable. <laughs> yeah, I'm, if she gets the infinity stones, man, that'd be awesome. <laughs> um, so she was telling me because my birthstone is an amethyst and a what an amethyst, an almanac jagathinist. Yeah. Oh wow. An atheist. <laughs> oh, you're a heathen. <laughs> so. uh it's an amethyst, and apparently, like, the thing with amethyst uh, uh, birthstones is, like, psychic abilities. Okay. And um, and I kind of feel like that's true in a way with me, because uh, I always have, like, this almost, like, sixth sense about certain things. Mm-hmm. About, like, I, I almost know stuff before, like, I read about it or hear about it or see it. And like I can kind of like foreshadow things. Like if I'm watching something, like I'll be like, "Oh, that's gonna happen." Yeah. Or right. the same thing with like sports and stuff too. Like, gotcha. Yep, this is gonna happen right now, and then mm. it happens. So like I feel like it's kind of true. So like um, I was gonna ask you, uh, what's your birthstone? I have no idea. Let's look it up. I guess we're gonna be looking it up now that you're talking about like the the psychic ability now. Um, I keep putting bitch in the fucking... <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Every time I went to put birth, I put, like, birch, and then I was like, biff. Uh, let's see here. But what I was going to say was uh, the whole the thing you are talking about, um, it's, I feel like it's kind of crazy because, um, like, when, when a lot of people think of what you're talking about, they're probably thinking, like, like in, in movies and stuff when it's like yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden you see into the future and like blah, spider blah. sense or something yeah like you see into the future that's not what we're talking about like the sixth sense like is like it's it's a real thing like it's intuition basically yeah but some people have like actual like fucking you know intuition that that's further out than a lot of other people yeah more developed i guess right and so number f- uh for me I guess since I'm April, well, I am April, uh, I'm a diamond. Hmm. 
So, I, I mean, I've actually never really looked in the birthstones, but I guess, uh, see here, it is the world's most popular gem, which is true. Many people enjoy diamond because of its brilliance and because of its dispersion. Dispersion is the ability of a gem to act as a prism and separate light into the component into its components colors as shown by the diamond uh, in the accompanying photo which you can see on geology.com forward slash gemstones forward slash birthstones you're welcome assholes uh don't you play? free plug <laughs> yeah diamond is one of the most expensive birthstones when it when when cost is a concern many people opt for a smaller stone others decide to purchase a more affordable lab-grown diamond if cost is not an issue then a beautiful color diamond might be possible Image copyright I stock photo. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's but, crazy. Well, yeah. So I guess uh, your thing is that you're you're tough like a diamond, and uh, you segregate light. <laughs> yeah, no, no, and that that kind of makes you sense. Segregate all the colors, <laughs> <laughs> separate but equal. <laughs> yeah, you know it's funny though as I, as I'm reading that, like yeah, I kind of I kind of do that quite a bit. Where you segregate light, <laughs> segregate what the a light. Dick. <laughs> Where I find myself um, finding dark situations and kind of finding light within those dark situations. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, Do you see yourself as like the tough person of the family? Oh, dude. The, I've been the fucking rock ever since. Li- I've literally <laughs> been Dwayne Johnson. Diamond. The, di- <laughs> the diamond in the rough. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Hey. I've literally been Dwayne Johnson since I was younger. You know, it's that's literally how it is. So it makes it makes a lot of sense. Okay. The toughest fucking diamond, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A little rough around the edges at first. You know, sure. a, a lump of coal. Yeah. No, just- <laughs> <laughs> but that's pretty cool. I didn't know that. Uh, I, I actually, damn, I wish I would have looked more into that or would have known. I mean, not your fault, but like, I kind of want to see yeah, like... Yeah. Uh, like you were saying, like like what yours is more about and whatnot too. Yeah, uh, my uh, my wife and her friend, uh, like I said, they've been getting into it. Uh-huh. And we went to uh, the Clovis Antique Show. Okay. And there was this uh, um, booth. I forgot what they were called. Something of Gaia, like rocks of Gaia or stones of Gaia, okay. or something like that. And anyway, they um, they you know uh, sell all the stuff, all the stones separately and. You know, like, if you ask them what it is, like, they'll kind of tell you what it is, what it's about, and, like, you know, kind of what it helps you with gotcha. and stuff like that. And um, so we went, and they got some. And, hey, some of these stones, man, like, you got to believe, like, you know, uh, you know, Indians and, and just, uh, like, old cultures, you know, they've had these stones forever. So why would they say, like, it has this ability or, or, or you know positive charge towards this certain action right and it not be true because if they've had these things for you know thousands of years it's got to be true somehow yeah for sure well you know and a lot of it has to do with um it's like a lot of everything is like energy based basically you know like when like a lot of people don't know that we're like we live within like an electromagnetic universe in a sense where we're charged by like by everything pretty much that's around us you know what i mean so then it's kind of like it's kind of like whenever you have your feet in carpet and you start rubbing your feet in carpet and you're you're basically gaining energy because you know this it's also the reason why it's called the ground because it's like literally 
you're grounded, you know, and that's where you're getting your energy from is from the ground. And that's why, you know, you rub your feet and stuff like that. You gain energy from, you know, the static electricity that goes through your body and whatnot. Yeah. So it's kind of the same thing. It works the same thing with rocks where it's like, especially stones. Um, you know, I, I can't tell you exactly how like the stones would work in that sense. But yeah, I've heard, I've heard a lot about the stones. I just never like really looked into it. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty cool though. Yeah, it is interesting. You know, uh, I always just, you know, when my wife is like talking about it or whatever, I'll just be like, oh, because like certain stones like she carries with her, you know, either in her purse, like they're real small, mm-hmm. uh, not fucking big old ones. She's dragging her fucking purse <laughs> on the floor or nothing. Um, but yeah, like, uh, and then some of them, like, it's good, I guess, to have by your bed, you know, like it's supposed to like help your dreams and your uh, mental clarity while you're sleeping gotcha. or, like right when you wake up and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, um, so anyway, like one time, like they were just on the floor, like, I guess, you know, bumped the, the nightstand or whatever. And they oh, fell okay. over. And I'm just like, Hey, your rocks are on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I hit my foot on a rock. Damn it. I stepped on a rock. <laughs> oh no. Like every time you like hit a rock, like you, uh, you know exactly which one it is. Damn it. I hit the garnet. Oh, yeah. Motherfucker. It's like, <laughs> shit. I just stepped on the citrine. <laughs> <laughs> the amethyst came again. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> That's pretty cool though. I um, that's pretty cool. I I, I now I want to look more into it. That's pretty yeah. tight. Yeah, what's she, uh, she what's, got a, huh? what's your wife's stone? Uh, topaz. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's Go to a, a topaz. It's, yeah, it's a yellow one. Uh, well, November. Okay, November. That's what I was gonna say. I didn't want to ask you yep, just in case you forgot. Just, oh, I know, right? <laughs> made like, me look bad. Huh? Uh, 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 <laughs> Fourth of July. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, they have the topaz and the the citrine, mm-hmm. and they're both kind of the same, same color, same yeah. color, yeah. Pretty dope. Uh, that is pretty fucking cool, though. Damn, yeah. I haven't heard of the, like topaz in a long time. Like, oh, that's where it com- that's where I'm thinking of natural blue topaz. Oh, gotcha. That's the one I've usually like. That's where I've first ever heard of topaz was from blue topaz. Cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. All the the stone stuff. It's it's pretty neat. Um, she's got a book and. Uh, that she's kind of going through and eventually I'll probably end up reading it too. Cause it's, it's neat stuff. It's, it's cool to like know that this stuff has been around forever. Right. And you know, you know, some ancient Chinese fuckers, you know, back in the day, <laughs> you know, back in time, you know, fucking knew this stuff too. And speaking of time, time, um, on, on my TikTok, a lot of shit has been coming up about time travelers. Okay. So, has have you seen any like stuff on on your feeds, Instagram, Twitter, or whatever, where it's like, oh, I'm a time traveler from the year twenty forty five. Like this is what happens, or shit I've, like that. I've never seen like any uh, videos pop up like on TikTok and stuff like that. I've actually read a lot of things about like time travelers from before. Uh, like like there was the whole thing about uh, Johnu Oliver Beck. Do you remember that? No, that one. That one was more of i believe it was like last year basically john new oliver beck was is basically a person from like or he claims to be from 20 2085 or something like that and then he talks about how um he i don't I, I, like i don't remember the story anymore but it was like yeah I've, I've heard about like a lot of people claiming certain things and stuff like that i don't know how true things are i never really follow up with them but yeah well what have you seen like well i uh, i remember like last year sometime that there was this guy who basically met himself like he came back from the future to meet himself and he 
he even like had a video of it and stuff. But like now I can't find it. Like it's it's really hard to come by. Uh-huh. And um another one was where like this guy he left like messages for himself uh for his his past self to find, I guess. Oh yeah. And he was finding things like certain things of of like what to invest in uh. and then like certain things to look out for like don't go this day or whatever. <laughs> don't like, go to the buildings at 9/11. On yeah, basically 9/11. don't go to the top floor uh of the World Trade Center. <laughs> just don't go around, just don't go to New York in general. <laughs> yeah, just stay out of New York for quite a while. <laughs> just stay out of the East Coast. <laughs> but yeah, he was like telling himself like where to go and not go and to like I guess how to save himself pretty much. Yeah. So, huh. yeah, that's crazy. Um, so do you believe in time travel? Uh, honestly, like, I don't know. It's I, a weird one. It, it is a weird one for sure. I think, I think if I looked more into it, I probably would find, um, some possible ways that it would happen. Personally, like just seeing the world the way it is. No, I don't think so. I don't think it's possible mm-hmm. because, I don't believe like there's like actual timelines when there's like different dimensional timelines and stuff like yeah. that where things change and everything like that. But um, one thing that you mentioned though was that how he like basically met himself and stuff like that. One of the things that me and my brother were talking about I, just the other day was uh, doppelgangers. Okay. So, and have you ever seen anybody that's like, that looks like you are a doppelganger of yourself? No, but somebody said that on TV they saw somebody that looked gotcha. Like I've I've had I've had it a few times like but I've never like seen myself well besides the fucking sticker at Robertitos and the oh yeah that's through. that's pretty spot on <laughs> no but I have heard though that in the world there are at least two people that look just like you makes like, sense somewhere in the world like they look just like you well see the the thing that he was talking about my my brother was talking about is like the doppelgangers are actually um from a different bloodline where it's like. There's the um like there's like a demonic bloodline basically mm. where it's kind of like that movie you you remember that movie you that no. that uh that peel the Jordan Peel fucking directed I never saw it you never seen it no oh man so basically it's just like they're in their house and stuff like that and they're just doing their thing and then all of a sudden uh, they start getting attacked but it's by people that look just like them okay and so they're like ba- that's basically the whole fucking thing like you know. Is just basically as I said, he just fucking they just go in and they just kill each other and stuff like that. But like doppelgangers, just in general, from like from what he was saying, or from like a like more of like a Luciferian bloodline and whatnot. So it's like you have your light self, but then there's like a a doppelganger of people that look just like you. Uh-huh. And as you said, like two, two or three, that's literally what he was talking about as well. Well, what if you're the demonic bloodline? Well, shit. <laughs> Y'all gonna feel this diamond in your ass. No, you know what I mean? Like, everybody always thinks that, like, they're the good one. Yeah. So, it's like, what if you're actually the bad one? Yeah, I mean, I mean, sure. I mean, it's possible, right? It is, it is possible. I mean, I, I don't think I've ever really met anybody that, like, that resembles me. I mean, yeah. sure, there's people that look like you, but, like, to find, like, an actual, like, not carbon copy, but someone quite similar. Is have you ever of- had somebody tell you, like, um, they have the same voice as you? Or like you sound, your voice sounds like somebody. Hmm. I don't know. I don't think so. Because I've had that a few times where, like, back in the day, um, you know, when you would just talk on the phone all the time. Yeah. Um. One, this this one girl was like, you know, you sound just like 
somebody like I forgot who it was like some celebrity or whatever some actor you sound like and, just like Jennifer Aniston yeah. what <laughs> you sound just like Barbara Streisand <laughs> you sound just like Justin Bieber like what the fuck? pre Bieber <laughs> um, but yeah so like that's happened to me before but it's never been where like uh, uh, you sound exactly like them yeah but and I think too is because like I was younger. You know, so like my voice might have sounded like somebody because gotcha. I still maybe I was still kind of squeaky. You know, you never know. <laughs> you sound like furry. Yeah. So, uh. so like it's always like the weird things when when uh, oh you look like this person or you you know you look like uh you know you look like Vin Diesel. Yeah. Or gotcha. hey, you sound you know just like you know Chris Rock or something. Yeah. Well, nobody sounds like Chris Rock, but <laughs> but you know I'm just throwing people out there. But uh, you've never had somebody tell you like you sound like a certain somebody mm. or. Nothing. No, only honestly, only when I do impressions. Oh yeah, that's really like the only time that I've ever really had that. But in terms of like saying that I sound like somebody, honestly, I I honestly don't remember. Hmm. Um, and it's kind of the same thing with just doppelgangers in general. Like I don't usually have people like, oh, you look like this person or you look like that person, yeah. unless it's like, uh, like over the past couple of years, like there has been people that look like kind of look like me, but it's just mainly because like I wear a basic like a like a like a chubby guy basic look where it's just like hairs all off to the side and I wear glasses and I have a beard. Like yeah, that's like the ch- basic chubby guy look nowadays. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I gotta change that shit. Well, like like <laughs> cut your fucking hair off, assholes. It was mine. <laughs> well, well, like uh, like James and I uh, said to you that uh, you look like a certain somebody's <laughs> husband now. <laughs> And we were like, hey, good job of getting married, man. Good job settling down. Proud of you. Oh, man. But so here's another part of it where it's it's uh, you look like somebody or you sound like somebody. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had somebody tell you, like, hey, you act just like this person? Fuck. Like maybe like a family member or something? Yeah. I mean, I've had that before. My mom told me um, because... Uh, I'll either, you know, always just, you know, make a dumb face on my mom or, you know, I'll, I'll say stuff like around like my parents or whatever. So they say and, that you act like your mom? <laughs> and No, they my mom says that I act like my grandpa. Gotcha. Her dad you know what? Now because, that you say that, that's what I get too. Because uh, she's like, your grandpa would make faces at me all the time. And, you know, he would tell me, you know, stuff like this. Or he would always like call me out on this or whatever. And, and your mom just starts crying. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it's weird because... Um, I never got close to my grandpa like that because I was so young. So it's gotcha. like I never would have known these tendencies or what he did or whatever. Right. So the fact that she's saying that like I act like him is pretty crazy. That that is that is uh that's telling because it's kind of funny because I get now that I think about it, now that you mentioned like you look like grandpa, my my mom tells me that too a lot. That you're like, oh, you're just like my, you're just like your, your Wito. That's what we call them. We call them Wito. Mm. Um, you're just like your Wito. But now that I think about it too, is that a lot of people, I mean, I guess it's not really far-fetched, but like a lot of people tell me that I, I sound and kind of look like my dad. Okay. I mean, again, not super far-fetched or because he's obviously my father. Exactly. But I've had a, like, um, like you times. Came out of his balls. <laughs> <laughs> came out of the sack. And, uh. Shot out. <laughs> swam. And, 100 uh, miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a few times where Fast I would be on ball. the. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Well, I would have a few times where I'm on the phone with my uncle, and he would be like, he'd be like, "Whoa!" And I was like, "What?" 
He's like, you just sound like your dad when you said that. And I was like, really? Oh, He's wow. like, yeah, you, you just sound exactly like your dad. <laughs> or it, it, And I've got it from him a few times. So you ever tried to be your dad on the phone? Like, hey, Chris can't come into oh, school today. Oh. You know? Well, I've, n- I've never done that. Oh, damn it. <laughs> but... I've I've like done stuff because my dad's like super easy like especially when he answers the phone he just you just hear the phone ring he's like hello yes speaking and that's literally like my dad right there like seriously that we used to make fun of my dad for that shit I, all I, I don't have the same voice as my dad my voice is like a little deeper than his oh yeah so uh, I couldn't answer the phone and be like hello yeah yeah it's me huh what. <laughs> If I had the same voice, I'd be able dad, to do though. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you're missing like a little bit more jitters in there too. You've been drinking so much. Yeah. Huh? What? Maybe yeah. after maybe after a few beers, I could I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to try it out. <laughs> you just call your mom one day and like, hey, make me dinner. All right. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is when, whenever my dad would call my brother and I, uh-huh. and and we didn't answer it, he would leave a voicemail, right? <laughs> and it would be, hey, Sal. It's me. Your dad. <laughs> Call me back. Your dad. Your dad. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be just these long pauses between words. <laughs> oh, man. Just going through the natty light like it's nothing. Yeah, because it is nothing. <laughs> yeah, it is nothing. <laughs> that shit is nothing. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, that's pretty funny, You'd though. You'd think that after like 25, 30 years of drinking that shit, he'd build a tolerance to it. But you would think. He just doesn't. It's weird. Oh, I wouldn't well. be like that guy and just never or just always get drunk on the same shit. Right. Because some people just get the on cheap stuff, too. Yeah. yeah. You, you, know, you never have to buy anything more expensive. He's all five dollars. That's all I need. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I was going to go back to uh, the John U. Oliver Beck thing. And I pulled it up because this kind of like a quick story about the guy. Um, so basically, it's just the supposed name of the future 56 president of the United States. Um, who, according to to the man from four thousand nine hundred and thirty two, the year he gets, so this guy gets elected in twenty eighty two, but unfortunately dies two years later. He supposedly was born September twelfth, two thousand eighteen. So he's just born recently. So that's the 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 thing. The reason why this caught so much traction um, was because. Uh, the evidence of his birth basically about a week after the day september 12 2018 passed um they posted a video questioning his birth going into multiple birth uh, records there was a, a site that did um and nobody exactly showed up as a name despite many variations like jbeck and stuff like that um however there was like um there was a few people that claimed that that suggested that their hospital, a newly born child uh, whose parents' last name Beck, did give birth to a John New Oliver. Um, so I mean, the, some people say that like it's not it's not real and stuff like that, but it was like it was basically fucking kind of kind of like kind of crazy. And um, I think I have heard of this guy then. Yeah, it, it happened last year, and I'm almost positive we talked about it uh-huh. off air, uh-huh. uh, and we never really got into it. But um, yeah, it's like. I guess I guess a little background too. Um, he was the philosopher of his time or in his time, and uh, basically, and will be rationally the most influential human being ever to live. He will prove the existence of God to the masses through a single philosophical idea. Uh, if we, if all we as natural beings have observed is life and death of beings, why are we ever? Uh, why are we ever to construct the ide- ideology? 
of a continuation that exceeds death. In other words, uh, we wouldn't be inherently driven to believe in an afterlife or a creator if there was not one. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one message would change the world for centuries, uh, is what a time traveler in 2016 said. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. It's just like I, when I it caught traction for a while and it kind of came out last year. And I thought it was I thought it was pretty interesting, though. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, crazy. Let's see if we live until, uh, what year was that? 2082? 2082. Yeah, we'll be alive by then. You never know. I know, maybe not. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) With all the fast food and shit we've eaten. Oh, God. You never know. Fuck. Yeah. It'd be kind of wild. And then people are going to be pulling this link back up and... I wonder how the internet would be back in... Or in it's going to look the same. It's going to look the same. We're just going to have the same fucking screen and shit like that? Yeah. We're going to be here in this room. In the GTP hole. <laughs> at, at 90 years old. Well, by God, I knew that <laughs> Jano Oliver Beckman was real. Uh, well, what's going on, everybody? Uh, uh, what are we doing here again? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Can I have a raise? <laughs> That's crazy, dude. That's yeah, crazy it sure is. All that shit. Maybe we should do. Maybe we should do a show where we talk about what it would be like, like sixty years from now. I'm down. That'd be that'd be fucking cool. I think we yeah. should do that. Yeah, that'd be fucking cool. All right, cool. Well, uh, I think uh, we can take a break here. Actually, before we take a break, Uh-oh. I wanted to update about. Uh, so I uh, so this past week I talked about um, that one guy who I kind of went up to and told to fuck off from, like, being a weirdo from that one girl. Yeah, a Mexican guy. Yeah. <clears throat> Mexican guy. Yeah, didn't you say he was a Mexican guy? No, nah, he was a... Oh, he was picking Asian. on your Mexican friend. Yes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Wait, somebody was a little Mexican Wait guy. Wait a minute. Somebody oh, was, that was a Mexican a, that guy. Was a, that was a different story. Oh, gotcha, oh, gotcha, gotcha. So, yeah, nothing really happened with that one. But there was basically, I just kind of recap what happened before. About two months ago, one of my friends, she's a really good friend of mine, and she was telling me that there was this guy that kept like going up to her and talking to her and kind of like just being weird. She told me who it was, and he's like this little short, like fucking uh, Asian dude who's like really fucking weird. And he always likes to go up to girls and tries to like get at him and stuff like that. And they don't fucking like him because he's fucking weird. So a lot of people kind of call him a pervert. Hey, baby, what's that butt smell like? <laughs> So basically, she. I just told her. I was like, <laughs> nice and good. <laughs> now here's the thing: is that she's a really nice person. So she's not the type of person to really like tell somebody to fuck off, basically. And so I told her, I was like, next time it happens, let me know, and I'll go over there. And so I did. I went over there, and I, I was like, I told him like, who the fuck, like who the fuck are you? And then he was just, I was like, I don't give a fuck really who you are. It's just like you need to fucking leave, blah blah, blah this and that. So he ended up fucking leaving, and he was all pissed off or whatever. Because he wasn't going to do anything. Like, of course, like, you're not going to fuck with me. I don't give a damn. No, but, and so, earlier this week, so I kind of wanted, I thought I was going to update what what I talked about before, but this, basically the update of what happened was, I'm talking to a friend of mine, and he comes up to me, and he goes, I heard you were talking shit. And I was like, oh, oh, oh. I started laughing, because I'm like talking to somebody, and I was like, hey, bro, you hear this dude? And he's like, no, I didn't hear him. And then I was like, say it louder. And then he was like, I heard you were talking shit. Like, he's like whispering it or what? Yeah, like, cause he, and plus he has his mask on too. Like, oh, you know, yeah. and I was like, Did you the hear muff. him? And then, yeah, I was like, Did you hear him? And then he was like, No, and I don't hear him. And then I told him to tell it again. And then basically he said, He said it for the third time, but we still couldn't, he still couldn't hear him. So then I was like, What the fuck is your problem? Like, what do you want? Like, you know, and uh, he, he started saying something and it like 
kind of like whatever i was kind of kind of like got me going like kind of got me pissed off a little bit got the adrenaline running and shit like that oh yeah i want to whoop this motherfucker's ass like right here oh yeah <laughs> ass oh yeah <laughs> so he goes he goes back to where he was working and as i was passing by i looked at him and i was like what's up motherfucker if you got fucking something to say like let's go i'm right fucking here so then as i'm walking away he like runs up on me oh and i'm like oh hell no so i turn i was like what the fuck and then he stops he's a quick attack yeah he's trying to do a good old uh do a tr- good old double slap <laughs> real quick hit him with that tail whip yeah and then so he like he stops as i turn around and i was like what the fuck and he's all yeah somebody's uh somebody's talking shit saying that i'm that i'm uh i'm a pervert and blah blah i was like <laughs> Bro, you do realize that the last time we fucking talked about this shit, I told you you were a pervert and a fucking weirdo and that I didn't fucking like you to your face. So it's like, like, that just doesn't make any sense to me. I heard you were talking shit. Yeah, bro. I told you like that I was talking shit to you. Yeah. So how like, so is it all of a sudden a bad thing if I talk shit behind his back like no i'm not even behind his back anymore yeah you're behind his face yeah it's in the front of yeah. your ass that's right which would be behind him in the front of your face yeah so then, yeah right I'm, in front of his penis so then i'm like <laughs> <laughs> so then i'm i'm like super pissed off and i'm like you know what i was like i was like if you have a fucking problem whatever the fuck i said i was like we can fucking go right here or we can go to the fucking parking lot. i don't give a damn i'll whoop your ass because i was pissed and then he was just like something and he like walked away and then he like never said anything after that i didn't even see him like for the last couple days either i don't know he probably fucking got scared or something and then i um i was talking to somebody and i was like yeah he's probably i don't know like he's a little dude he's he's not gonna try to fuck with me and even if he does he's probably gonna try to like stab me in the parking lot or something or yeah try to shoot me or something you better get some kevlar you know what i mean yeah some some caviar why <laughs> or he's like, he's like, hey man, I heard you were talking shit behind my back about me being a pervert. Nah, I was talking shit about uh, talking shit behind your back about you being gay. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking shit about behind your back about your front, but in the front behind your back, which just happened to be your front because your back looking your front. But well, how you like big penises in your butt, <laughs> which would be in the front but in your back. <laughs> yeah, and you spit on them, what? and then they spit on you. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> oh, shit. Man, man, man so all kinds of crazy shit going on over there in Amazon. Oh, dude. All kinds of fights and fits wild, and foots. Yeah, literally. I had a friend tell me that he just, like, he was just chilling there and somebody just went up to him and just fucking snaked his ass. Damn. Yeah, so I don't know what the fuck's going on, bro, but people are getting wild and we're going to have to start going to war with these motherfuckers. People are mad about packing boxes, huh? Yeah, packing boxes and packing well, bombs. I mean, <laughs> technically, if I mean if you're if you're there for 12 hours or whatever you were doing during prime prime week, you're uh just kind of marinating while you're packing boxes. I guess so. Fucking said I was gay. Said I'd like big butts and penises <laughs> and shit. Fucker. Hate him. Oh, dude. I don't know. I was just like, what Next the package. fuck? Ever? <laughs> I'm going on break. Oh, fuck. I don't uh, know. Well, speaking of going on break, we're going to go on break. Yeah. And uh, do you want to fill in everybody what's going on on the other side? Yes, sir. Bob. And uh, to all you Bobs and Bobas out there, Bob. it's, it's time for you to know the true intention of Almanac Jack as he will be running. For 2020 presidential election. 
That's right. Almanac Jack. We will be going over his policies uh, and we'll be asking questions to Mr. Almanac Jack about his presidential run right after the break. Are you ready? I'm ready. We'll see you on the other side, folks. Hey, Almanac Jack. Do you like shakes? Oh, yeah. Do you like tea? Who doesn't? Well, what if I told you that you could have a cinnamon toast crunch shake and a gummy worm tea, but not have to worry about it being too many calories? Oh, I'm all for that. Then look no further than the Healthy Hub. Located in Fresno, California at 777 East Barstow, the Healthy Hub serves you healthy shakes, energizing tea, and gives off good vibes. Shakes are under 250 calories, and teas boost your immune system while also providing antioxidant support. While you're there, you'll also enjoy the positive environment and super friendly staff. Head on over to the Healthy Hub at 777 East Barstow and get yourself a healthy shake, tea, and ask about their energizing coffee as well. They offer pickup and delivery. And when you go, tell them the GTP sent you. Hey, Almanac, how's that tea? Oh, man, that was good. Hey, listeners, if you like listening to our show, hopefully you'll like wearing our show. That's right. You can get yourself a Good Times Podcast t-shirt. Just head over to tpublic.com slash user slash B Sal Sanchez and take your pick from our current neon logo, our retro logo, and even our jackass logo. If you don't want a shirt, you could get yourself a hoodie or maybe a sticker or a button or whatever else you can put our logo on. Show your support for the show by supporting us. tpublic.com slash user slash Sanchez. That's tpublic.com slash user slash Sanchez. Get yourself a shirt and show everyone you're having a good time. Welcome back, everybody, to the GTP election. That's right. Tonight, we will be talking to Mr. Almanac Jack about his views and what he will do to help save the United States of America. That's right, everybody. Again, welcome back. I am your host, The Executioner, and this an absolutely historic debate between himself and that's actually it this is an absolutely historic moment here at the gtp podcast here in the gtp hole because mr almanac jack welcome on in how are you doing today thank you for having me uh i really appreciate you taking the time to do this 
And uh, let's get right on into it. I feel great, and I feel like I have the answers that America needs. Indeed, indeed. And I absolutely like that, and I absolutely love it, because that just shows how presidential you truly are. Thank you. All right. So, at the very beginning of this, we're just going to talk about a few different topics at first, but we're going to go into this first topic, which is American families. Now, as an American, I know that you are a family man and a father. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> well, if I am a father, I don't know about it. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so as a family man, can you tell us what it's like to be a family man? Well, I would prefer the term family guy. <laughs> <laughs> considering uh i don't have a family of my own uh i still prefer to be family guy uh, i'm not quite a peter griffin yet <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. however uh we do need to understand that the family uh model is very important for america um Having a two-parent home is critical in child's development, whether it be a mother and a father, a uh, mother and a mother, <laughs> a, father, <laughs> a father and a father, or a mystery and a mystery. <laughs> Whatever you want to be. <laughs> it is crucial to uh, teach kids uh, exactly uh right and wrong uh it's also crucial to teach them um how to interact with humans because in this day and age we are on the computer way too much we are separated way too far and uh a lot of people like to say that technology is bringing us closer but it's also making us drift farther apart as well uh one of the problems that i fear for american families is they're getting too fat <laughs> <laughs> and and one of the problems is is that uh a lot of politicians uh have this tax on sodas and they find sodas as the problem for uh, childhood obesity now childhood obesity isn't something to laugh at but it is pretty funny <laughs> you ever seen a little fat kid try to run after a soccer ball it's hilarious but uh Soda isn't the thing making kids fat. Parents buying everything else at the store is making kids fat. If your idea is to raise the price of unhealthy foods and drinks like sodas or Pop-Tarts or Cheez-Its or whatever the kids like, uh, you also need to lower the price of all the healthy stuff. I mean, why does a McDouble only cost $1.50 when a salad... Costs almost four or five dollars. Doesn't make any sense, does it? And also, uh, the thing with schools, uh, you know, schools are also a big role model for families too because sports, you know, sports are, are a big uh, thing for families. You know, uh, little Jimmy is playing football, his dad and mom go to watch, and his sister is a cheerleader. So it's a whole family event, right? And one of the things that uh, that I fear is uh, we are missing out on now 
are uh, the whole family event because of all this social distancing and all of this uh, uh, technology where little Jimmy doesn't want to be a football player anymore. He wants to be an e-leaguer. He wants to play Fortnite all day instead of going out there and tackling somebody as fucking hard as he could. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't uh, know I couldn't cuss here. Sorry. That's okay. That's okay. You know, I'm just very passionate about this shit. Understand. Okay. Oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Are we going to cut that out? Oh, okay. Uh, okay. You're okay. Keep, keep going. All right. Thank you. But anyway, yes. Uh, American families, I would say, is the main priority uh, for my cabinet. We really appreciate that answer. And uh, we, uh, I guess another question when it comes to American families, uh, you talked about uh, how it is, it should be a two person household. Um, you know, the, the parents are involved and they are present. So in today's society, it seems that we are kind of pushing against that. And can you tell me how you would fix that as we go forward? Um, would you mind getting more specific? I, I, I want to kind of break this into different parts. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Maybe let's make this a two-part question. Okay. So again, uh, as I as I was as I was mentioning before, um, how would you go about just or sorry, why why do you feel like I don't know what the fuck I was gonna say. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> so how do you feel like you would just uh bring those families together and to create that two-person household again well one of the big things uh that's bringing families together or well, before they actually have the family is online dating <laughs> <laughs> now you remember those commercials from a long time ago about eharmony.com you got tinder and then you also got uh whatever that gay one was called What's that gay one called? Sir, that's called Grinder. Grinder, that's right. Grinder. Grinder till you find her. That's what I always say. <laughs> <laughs> but but making sure that uh people are communicating with each other and learning things about how to raise a family before they actually have a family. Because starting a family off of a whim, off of a, a drunken night, um, is sort of a wrong way to start your family. You want to have some kind of planning involved. You want to make sure that you're financially uh, uh, um, sustainable for, you know, whatever could happen, you know, whether it be medical issues or, you know, field trips, wherever the hell you want to go, <laughs> wherever you want to go. <laughs> and also... <laughs> and also uh making sure that you're able to uh handle the tough situations with your kid uh such as uh you know maybe a broken leg during soccer or the birds and the bees talk all right we do we do appreciate again your your sentiments there and we absolutely love that so we're gonna we're gonna move on from the american families unless you have any additional comments not at this time no okay so the next thing we're going to go into is climate change. Now, for as long as I can remember, there's always been some type of problem with the environment, whether it would be, um, you know, moving volcanoes or, you know, the, like they say, you know, volcanoes are coming towards us right now. 
Um, there's also uh, glaciers falling off of other glaciers. Um, they're saying that they're melting. Um, now it's getting too hot and where the obviously the climate is changing. Can you talk to us a little bit about how you feel on climate change in general? Well, the thing with climate change, and as you mentioned, the glaciers, um, people act like ice isn't supposed to melt. Uh, have you ever taken ice out of the freezer and just held it in your hand? Uh, usually tends to melt, right? And uh, one of the things that uh, I think people need to understand is that's just the way things happen. You know, everything comes to an end eventually. Ice melts, fire goes out, water dries up. Uh, you know, you end up uh, losing all your money. You know, it all it all ends somewhere, right? And also with this whole climate change thing is uh, a lot of people like to blame cars. You know, the emissions from vehicles. Uh, you see a lot bigger push on electric vehicles, uh, electric trucks, um, you know, semi trucks for delivering. And um, one of the problems with with all these uh, vehicles on the road is the roads start to deteriorate. You know, it's, you know, basic math. Car plus road equals pothole. Yeah. You know, it's bound to happen. And then especially with, uh, you know, say it rains or it snows, it's going to loosen up the dirt and it's going to just make a huge hole right in the middle of the of the road. And one thing that I say to to better our our cars and the emissions from them is we need to fix the roads. Um, Dominoes can't do it all themselves. (laughs) (laughs) It shouldn't be up to Dominoes to fix all the potholes. And deliver your pizza safely, because next time it won't just be pizza. It might be your grandpa having a heart attack. (laughs) (laughs) It could be your wife delivering a baby. Could be your husband delivering a baby. (laughs) It could be anything. And I say that if we have better roads, we'll have better vehicle emissions, and we'll have a better climate. Wow, that's those are very inspiring words from you, Mr. Jack. Uh, and I also wanted to touch on the um, volcanoes. Uh, can you tell us how you feel about volcanoes moving towards us right now? Well, I've never really liked volcanoes. <laughs> They've just never really been my thing. Uh, I, I prefer to look at them from afar rather than close up. Although uh, one of my dreams is to fly in a helicopter right above a volcano. But... Uh, you know, there is that uh, overarching fear that the volcano might erupt while you're over hovering over the uh, helicopter. Or your helicopter just runs out of gas and you fall in the volcano. <laughs> However, <laughs> volcanoes, uh, like I said earlier, are fire. And fire eventually does go out. And if we've learned anything from the movie Volcano, <laughs> starring Tommy Lee Jones, is that if you get enough fire trucks with enough water... And enough of a barrier, you'll be able to put out that volcano, that hot lava, and everything will be all right. (laughs) Okay. All right. Great, great answers there. Great answers there. Do you happen to have any additional comments on climate change? Lava is hot. That it is. Anything else? Not right now. No. That damn lava is hot. (laughs) Burns. All right. So we're going to move on to the next topic here, and that's going to be fighting Blovid 19. So obviously, we've been in a pandemic 
or sorry, scandemic the the past six, seven months as we've been fighting the Blovid 19. Can you please tell us uh, if we have, how would you have basically went about uh, treating people and kind of uh, keeping everything in line during this time than uh, previous presidents? Well, one of the things is, is a lot of people still aren't sure how this thing spreads. A lot of people said that it was the droplets from your mouth or your nose. Uh, a lot of people said it was airborne. A lot of people said it was skinborne. A lot of people also said it was Evanborn, but I'm not sure about that either. <laughs> Hell, for all I know, it might have been Jasonborn. Could have been the born identity. Could have been born to be alive. However, the thing with this, though, is, is if it is airborne... We're all going to get it eventually. You ever seen that movie, The Happening? They all got it. They lived. Marky Mark, he's making hamburgers now. He's all right. <laughs> <laughs> now, the thing the, with the gloves, though, is skinborne. We all got to touch each other eventually. You know, you, you got to touch yourself eventually, too. Because if you ain't touching yourself, then you're just not... You, you know, you need to look for lumps. You need to look for, for uh, you know pimples and all that shit you need to wipe your butt if you don't wipe your butt then you're just gonna stink and nobody's gonna want to be around you and hey if nobody wants to be around you you know you probably uh quarantined yourself you know from everybody just by doing that uh i, th I think they call that stinky quarantine <laughs> anyway the thing with stinky quarantine and all these other forms of quarantine is that uh we all need each other we need to stick together during this trying time and uh the thing with that is um, like I said earlier, we all need to touch each other eventually because if we don't touch each other, how are we ever going to get turned on and have new babies? The children are the future and we got to touch each other to make new children. Absolutely insightful and powerful uh, words from Mr. Almanac Jack. So we, we're, as we continue talking about the Blovid 19, uh, the scamdemic here in America, uh, can you give us your position in terms of or sorry can you give us the position the arrow position i was a quarterback and my wife played wide receiver <laughs> <laughs> okay can you give us the direction you would take in fighting the blovin 19 well as far as the direction i i would need a compass <laughs> To make sure I'm going in the right direction. You know, they always say that uh, moss grows on the north side of the tree, right? And that actually is true. It's because, uh, you know, tropical regions and stuff like that. But as far as fighting COVID, uh, I would also need to get a great coach. Um, you know, possibly somebody uh, named Mickey. That way, uh, while I'm training for it, um, and I'm fighting COVID in the ring, one night only. Hell in a cell. It's going down. I need someone to be in the corner saying, He's a wrecking machine. He's getting angry. <laughs> and from there, uh, I'm sure I can win the fight against COVID-19. Wow. That, that is definitely, an absolute, again, an absolutely powerful insight. Do you have any additional comments to the Blovid-19? COVID-19, you're going down. You heard you heard it here first, folks. COVID-19 is going down. And we're back here. Um, back to Almanac Jack's debate with himself here. Uh, so we're, the next thing we're going to talk about is leadership. So obviously, leadership here in America seems to be 
it, it seems to be divided, uh, obviously, because there's people who say that this person's leadership material and this other person's leadership material, and nobody can really uh, take a lead on who's going to be the actual leader. So can you tell us what it is, what it means to be a leader? Well, being a leader means you need to lead from the front. Unless they like it from the back, and then you lead from the back. <laughs> now, the thing with being a leader is, is you got to be tough, right? You can't have a soft leader. You need to be hard. Just rock hard leaders, okay? <laughs> now, one of the things with leadership, too, is that you need to have uh, a lot of stern talkings with uh the people that you're leading let them know that you're in charge let them know that everything's going to be okay and if uh if anything happens they need to let you know we need to communicate if you don't communicate then everything's just going to fall apart like they always said the uh uh something about chains and links and you know being strong or something like that leadership yeah there you go see <laughs> All right. Yes, definitely. Those are those are the great answers. Could can you tell us somebody in your life or somebody that you know or somebody just again in general that is an example of a leader? Yeah, uh, I had a PE coach that was a uh, very very tough on me. Uh, his name was Coach Vidget. <laughs> <laughs> and coach Vidget was a real tough guy. Um, you know, he showed true leadership. Uh, when, while we were running laps, uh, he would be out there running with us. Um, and he would try to make us not soft. You know, he'd try to make us all. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and one of the things with, uh, with coach Vidget is while we were running, he would uh he'd be running by us and, and there'd be a lot of those kids that fall behind right you know not every kid is is the same strong runner okay. and um you know there would be those little weenie kids that are that are running back there and you know they have asthma and they're just they're just you know slowing everybody down but he would go back there he'd run and he would tell them you may not be able <laughs> He would say, you may not be able to breathe as good as everybody else, but you can still run like everybody else. <laughs> I don't care if you have asthma. But anyway, and I would also like to take this time to let everybody know that Coach Vidget will be my vice president. Wow. I would like Coach Vidget to be the vice president to my president, because if I ever fall behind and I start saying that I can't run and I'm soft, he's going to be there running right next to me saying, you need to get hard. <laughs> Not soft. <laughs> and yes, that is my standing on leadership. Wow. Uh, that's just... An absolutely shocking turn of events here as Coach Vidget is... <laughs> as Coach Vidget is now the appointed VP running here 
with Almanac Jack. Absolutely amazing. We're going to have to see if we can ever get him to uh, here on the show to give us his thoughts as the VP. He's uh, also a rapper. He had a song called Jumping Up and Down. <laughs> Fantastic record. I got to hear the demo before everybody else. <laughs> All right. Um, do you have any closing thoughts on leadership? Go Vidget. <laughs> I'd also like to take this time to say that after I'm elected, after my two terms, he's going to run for president. And his, and his slogan is going to be, don't fidget. <laughs> don't 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 fidget with Vidget. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. God Our, bless America. An, an absolutely um, awesome way to end that, that topic there. So we have a few more topics here. We are going to go into the next one, which is national security so national security is a very big thing here in america as there is classified documents and all kinds of stuff that happens behind closed doors uh, such as anything that has to do with military Um, there's also people that try to come into america and uh, do certain things that people don't like uh, such as um, not anything I'm going to go into, but can you can you give us your stance on just national security here in America in general? Well, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of people like to uh, always complain about the Mexican border. Uh, a lot of people don't like the immigrants coming into our country from the south, and uh, you know, taking jobs from Americans is what they like to say. Uh, but I, I put it this way. Uh, I don't see those immigrants coming from the South as being um, a national security threat uh, because who else is going to pick all the lettuce? I'm not going to go out there and do it. And I know a bunch of the people listening to this aren't going to do it either. You know, you're going to be hunched over in 110 degree weather all day long. Uh, there's bugs out there, rats. You never know. You might find a dead body somewhere out there. Uh, anything goes. But uh, as far as national security, uh, I feel like the south of the border is covered. But that north of the border, though, I don't know what any of those frostbacks are doing up there. (laughs) Bringing snow, pills, drugs, and moose. They're bringing illegal moose into our country. And I feel like the illegal moose is one of the biggest threats because that's an invasive species. Uh, if if all those Canadian moose come over here, we might as well say goodbye to all of our American moose. Wow. Ab- absolutely powerful. I agree. Um, moose is definitely a problem here in uh, the northern part of America. So can you tell us how you feel about... Uh, have you seen the movie The Da Vinci Code? Yes, I have. Can you tell us how... Uh, how you can prevent something like the Da Vinci Code from happening? Well, first of all, we need to pick a different painter. <laughs> Leonardo Da Vinci. <laughs> Leonardo Da Vinci was a great man. A lot of great works. He was pretty smart. Did some good paintings and and a lot of uh, statues. 
You know, he he got the shape of of the ass perfect on that statue of David. You know, I don't know how he was able to hide that huge rod behind the leaf on that statue, but he did it, and that was fantastic work. You know, nothing against him. It's great. Good stuff. However, a different painter, a different artist from uh, a different time might be what we need. Now, have you ever seen Andy Warhol's painting of a Campbell's soup can? Well, have you? Oh, sorry, no. Okay. Well, on this canvas is a beautifully painted Campbell's soup can of chicken noodle soup. Now, I feel that we as a country are just like chicken noodle soup. We are the can. The borders are the can. All the people inside are the noodles and diced up chicken. (laughs) And the land that we walk on is that broth. And together, as a nation, when we're down and sick, we warm ourselves up, we take a big heaping bite out of the spoon, and we just feel fantastic. <laughs> we're comfort food. That's what we are. Well, that 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 is more, absolutely more insightful. Insightful, goddammit. <laughs> oh, shit. <clears throat> Well, that's absolutely powerful. And so as we continue on with national security, uh, there seems to be a problem with a lot of uh, classified documents coming out. Uh, Can you give us some examples of some classified documents coming out and how you would uh, stop that from happening? Okay, now look, I didn't know that my sixth grade report card was going to get leaked, okay? Now, that doesn't bother me. Let them know. That I had an A in spelling. Let them know that I had an A in English. All right? I can spell and I can write pretty dang good. I'm right up there with the best of them. However, just because my math skills weren't that great doesn't mean that I can tell, that doesn't mean I can't tell you how to balance a budget. All right? That doesn't mean that I can't tell you we got too many people living around here. Which means we need more food. And if we grow more food correctly, then we'll have a problem, or we won't have a problem, excuse me, with feeding all of these people in America. Because we have a growing homeless uh, population. There's a lot of bums, hobos, and homos out there that are just just too damn hungry. All right? And uh, as far as classified documents... Maybe these bums have classified documents. We're not sure. They might have um, uh, old Xbox live party chat logs that are there, keeping them from getting a job. Now, we don't want them to not get a job. We want them to cut their hair. We want them to <laughs> wash their ass. We, <laughs> we want them to get a job, and we can't let those old Xbox live party chat logs stopping them from getting a job. That's absolutely powerful, for sure. Do you have any... Uh, closing thoughts on national security. Um, not really. Uh, maybe just uh, zip it up and zip it out. <laughs> and don't leave your laptop in China. That's correct. All right, so we're gonna go into the very next thing here. It's race in America. I mean, I really don't have any opening statements because this is pretty much straightforward. Can you give us uh, how you feel about the race in America? 
Now, uh, like you said, I'm glad you said that, that you don't need a uh, opening uh, statement about this because we all know that the that the race in America is a very big, big topic nowadays. The Daytona 500 is just huge, okay? Now, we can't let anything get in the way of America's race. The Daytona 500 is a staple, a staple of television for the past 55 years, okay? Now, I've personally watched the Daytona 500 uh, probably a dozen times and, and, uh, of those dozen times it was with my dad and my dad's probably watched those 55 times. Okay. He's seen every Daytona 500. All right. And I just don't know what would happen if he couldn't watch America's race, because whenever you say America's race, we all know it means NASCAR Daytona 500. Oh, absolutely amazing. And for sure, there seems to be a lot going on uh, within the the race for America. Um, now, there, there's also certain racers that have certain things to say, like uh, Rusty Walrus. There's uh, Dale, Dale Failedhard Jr. Um, there's there's a lot of things that are going on. Uh, can you can you let us know how you feel about these certain racers? Yes, uh, I did speak to uh, Jeff Gorlock earlier. <laughs> And one of the things that Jeff said to me was that he agrees with the vehicle emissions uh, idea that I had from earlier. I believe I mentioned it earlier about the uh, the tires and the uh, potholes and all that. Uh, he agrees with me there. Um, but what he doesn't agree on is that uh, auto racing, America's race, NASCAR, the Daytona 500 is causing those emission problems. And I agree with him. That's not the problem. <clears throat> the problem, excuse me. The problem is all of those people that take two or three trips to Starbucks every day, those are the problems. Why can't you just get a Keurig? Why can't you get your own coffee pot? Why can't you go to the store once a week and get some Folgers breakfast blend and make your own coffee at home? They sell their own creamers, Starbucks does, at the store. You can get your pumpkin spice. You can get your caramel macchiato you can get your mint chip whatever the hell it is and you can make your own coffee at home and one of the things that jeff gorlock also said to me is that he supports coach Vidget in his mixtape ideas and he wants to be on the next song <laughs> wow jeff gorlock an absolutely uh bright star here in america and and definitely a bright star in the race of america so do you have any closing thoughts on the race in America? Gentlemen, start your engines. <laughs> wow. And absolutely incredible so far. I mean, this is, this has been absolutely great to sit down and talk with you Almanac Jack and let everybody know how you really feel about the, uh, topics and the, and everything that's going on here in America today. Do you have any final thoughts to everything here? Do you, is there something you want to tell the American people? Well, I would like to tell the American people that we can overcome anything that happens to our country. We can uh, 
outmatch any other country. We are the greatest country in the world. We are the land of the free and the home of the Whopper. <laughs> we will not go quietly in the night. We will go on. We will survive. And we will live to see our Independence Day. Absolutely amazing. I think we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. But before that... Mr. Longleg Daddyo, who is also running for president, had a few choice words for you. Do you have any comments, thoughts, or regards to these comments or anybody else running against you? Yeah, this guy's a crackpot. All right. He's a mook. He's he's stupid. He doesn't know <laughs> he doesn't know exactly what he's talking about. I do. I have a connection to people. I have a connection to our country. And I have a connection to the internet okay which means i am able to look up everything that he says and i'm able to find out if he's wrong right or indifferent and then i soak up all that knowledge and then i make the best choice for our country all right i'll listen to any side left side right side strong side blind side it doesn't matter what side i'll listen to you and i'll pick what's right for our country wow Absolutely amazing, Almanac Jack. And again, you, Coach Vidget, have an entirely another thing going on here with this campaign. And I just want to uh, wish you good luck in your future endeavors, as I'm not future endeavoring you off the show. However, we are going to be closing. So, uh, yeah, again, thank you for allowing us to uh, have your time and good luck once again. Thank you very much. And don't forget to vote Almanac Jack. Don't touch my sack. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna go back to almanac jack in the gtp hole for the closing thoughts all right this is almanac jack back in the gtp hole wow. and uh man i Just... hope you enjoyed that uh presidential debate uh questioning there it was pretty fantastic <laughs> it was awesome it was fucking awesome I, I was dying the whole fucking time yeah and um i think uh like uh like he said we need to uh not touch your sack. Yeah. You know? Don't touch my sack. Hey, I'm I'm really big on uh, Coach Vidget because he did a lot of hard things for me back in the day. And um, he was also in that movie Super Troopers as uh, the guy with the big mustache. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, it was super cool to see him in that movie. Um, and, you know, he's, he did a lot for that school, uh, even mm -hmm. though it shut down. But it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Hey, and you know what? Good for him for making people not soft and making them hard. You know, yeah. that's, that's just great. Helping them breathe again. You know, yeah. giving them yeah. a fresh breath air you know what i mean yeah a fresh of breath air <laughs> <laughs> all right well we're gonna go ahead and wrap this episode up like a willy executioner where can they find you on the social stuff oh uh, all right well first and foremost if you want to find me on social stuff you don't want to look there yet because i just want to say first and foremost thank you to yeshua for allowing me to do this because it's an absolutely fun thing to do. And I want to thank each and every one of you for listening or sharing uh, whatever it is that you do, telling a friend, telling a foe, telling a pimp, and telling a hoe. Uh, again, we do appreciate everything that you do for us, uh, whether you listen for a couple seconds or you listen to our entire podcast or even our entire catalog. I know there's, a, there's quite a few of you hardcore fans out there. We appreciate you uh, either way. And yeah, so if you want to find me on social stuff, all you got to do is just hit up uh, thegoodtimespodcast.com, hit the about button, go scroll down till you see me, my face, and my beautiful belt. And once again, my face. And you'll be able to just hit the, the good old Snapchat, the good old 
Facebook, Instagram, all that good shit. Go ahead and shoot a follow and I will probably shoot you one back depending on what you look like. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, what about you, Jack? Where can they find you? Well, who knows what else you'll shoot out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can find me on Instagram and on uh, Twitter at Sal Sanchez. Don't forget, when you go to thegoodtimespodcast.com, all the old shows are there, so you can listen to them. Go ahead and take a listen. Uh, and also, don't forget, get our t-shirts. We have three t-shirts out there. We have three designs. Go to tpublic.com slash user slash Sanchez, and you'll be able to get yourself a t-shirt, a sticker, a pen, a button, a tapestry, a, a tote bag so you can go to the store and rock the GTP show in style at the store. Um, and hey, if you want it, there's even a mask. You can get our logo on a mask. And, and I also heard that oh. they just came out with new Almanac Jack 2020 presidential shirts. Hey, all right. Oh, that's awesome. Well, go ahead and get yourself one of those and shove it in everybody's faces. <laughs> get a sticker and slap it somewhere. Put it in the drive-thru and let everybody know, hey, listen to this show. <laughs> well, go ahead and go there. And also, also, thank you everybody for listening to this. I am Night Jack. He is the Executioner, and we are out of time. This has been another episode of Good Time. Good time.